Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 145. Today, I'm going to be sharing another one of our live mindset coaching sessions with one of our students of the Legacy Leadership Academy, Jocelyn. We do a ton of mindset coaching inside of this program. It's probably the number one thing that makes our program different. And it's really one of the things that I think is the most important things that we offer our students is really digging deep into the mindset and the beliefs that they have in their business and getting them to understand how that is the thing really that's holding them back. But we did this live coaching session last week inside of the group, and it was so good and it was so relatable that I was like, I just absolutely have to share it with all of you here on the podcast. So here we go. I know you're going to get a lot of value out of it. But hey, before I get into uh, teeing up the session and sharing it with you, I do want to share a reviewer of the week. We haven't done this in the last couple of weeks, but um, I do want to say a, a heartfelt thank you to all of you that have taken the time to leave a rating and a review for the show. We are creeping up towards 900 reviews, so getting closer to that thousand mark. So appreciate all of you. But the reviewer of the week this week comes in from, and once again, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this username, but S-L-L-W-L-W-S-N-N-E. Yeah, you try to make some sense of that one. But anyway, they share, this podcast is truly a lifesaver. I try to listen every day because he literally gets my mind right and so motivated to kick butt in my business. I love his tips and straightforwardness. So much knowledge to be taken from literally every single episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Bob. Don't ever stop. Well, thank you for being a listener and supporter of the show. And here's one thing I can promise you, I won't ever stop. You know, this podcast is of everything that I do. It's probably my favorite thing to do because it's the place that I get to spend the most amount of time with each of you. And I know that Podcasts have been such an impactful part of my journey, of my learning and growth. It was always my vision and dream to be able to do what other people had done for me when I was starting out for them. So just really grateful for all of you that have been listening to the show. And uh, just know that uh, you know this show is a special place in my heart, and I'll continue to serve you at my highest level. But So let's get into the coaching session for today. So we've got Jocelyn here. Jocelyn, I'll give you a little bit of background on her. She's been in her business for two years. She personally recruited 33 out of the 42 people that were on her team. And one of Jocelyn's biggest problems is she's seeing very little to no duplication. She's built a a decent business, though, even given that, that does between eight and $10,000 a month in volume. But she's really struggling with believing in herself as a leader and questioning whether she has the ability to really make this thing work for her. She shared that the last six months for her, her business has pretty much been stagnant. And one of the things, and I'll just give you a clue that we really dig into with Jocelyn, is this story that she has created about her past. This story that she's created, and part of her story is that she's, a, she's been a stay-at-home mother. 
And she's uh, been a mother of four incredible children. I actually, during the coaching session, got to meet a few of them. But um, she has been a mother. And part of the story she's created is, can a stay-at-home mom actually be a successful business person? And this story, this limiting belief that she had developed is causing her to really compare herself to other people and say, you know, I could never be that. And when it comes to approaching more successful people, like professional type people with her business, she, she feels less than and feels as though they would be judging her and she causes her to be afraid to reach out confidently. She looks at other leaders in her company and says, I could never do that. I could never be that. And all of this is stemming from this story related to her past. And I know that this is something a lot of you struggle with, whether you're a stay-at-home mom wondering, how could I be a successful business person? Or even just somebody that's had a past where you haven't seen a lot of success. I mean, that was me and my journey. I had never been successful at really anything that I had done before network marketing. And it took me years to get over that story to realize that my past has nothing to do with my future. And it's the fact that we get so caught up in our past. We allow our past to control us. We just keep recreating a future that's the same as the past we don't want. So this is a really powerful session because I walk Jocelyn through a process of becoming aware of that and how that's the thing. Because you'll notice when we start off the session, what happens with most people, we always think our problems are outside of us that we need to take different actions. I need to implement a new system. I need to do that. The focus is always on the action level. But what we don't understand is it's never the actions that are causing the results. It's always the thoughts and the beliefs that we have about ourselves. But most people are not aware of this. So I walk Jocelyn through this really powerful process of self-discovery to get her to the root cause. And it was really cool because there was like a major shift that we saw in her as we went through this session. And I can't wait to share this with you because I know it's going to be really impactful. So special thanks to Jocelyn for allowing us to share this on the show. I know that this is going to make a, a, a big impact for a lot of you. So let's go ahead and cue up the session. Jocelyn has been in her business for two years. She joined our program in January. So she's still kind of a newbie. She has personally recruited almost everybody that's on her team. She shared 33 out of the 42 people. So she's not really seeing a lot of duplication. But given that, she still managed to build a successful business in terms of based off of what she's created. But where she really struggles is helping her team. It seems like people are doing all the right things, but they're still not getting results. And this causes her to doubt herself when it comes to leadership. And she says the last six months, things have kind of been stagnant. She hasn't seen much growth. So Jocelyn, let me go ahead and spotlight your video. Is that a pretty accurate assessment of where you are right now? Yeah, that you nailed it. These are my people that aren't here for me. They're here for you. <laughs> oh, they're here for me. Oh, okay. These are some of your bigger fans. Gr Grayson, actually. Oh, what's hey, Grayson. He listens to your podcast with me all the time. Hey, man, I like it. <laughs> and Renelle is actually one of my teammates, but she's my daughter. Oh, um, cool. Hello, Renelle. Nice to meet you. you. Sit in the background and listen. But yeah, she's awesome. one of the people I'm struggling to, to coach. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know if I have the answer for that, but we'll see if we can figure this out for you. So was that a pretty accurate assessment, Jocelyn, or where you're at? Do you have anything else you'd like to add to that before we get into the coaching? No, I think you pretty much nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. 
And so, so let's, let's just kind of, let's just kind of start digging into this here. You've done almost all of the recruiting for your team and you haven't really seen much duplication. Is that one of the main reasons why you joined our program? Yeah, I, um, I've been listening to your podcast for, I think I started in the fall and I kind of went through most of the episodes and you seemed to be able to relate to being kind of stuck and stagnant in the early parts. So I think, yeah, I was just feeling really stuck and not really sure how to get unstuck in my business. So when you launched your legacy leadership, I joined right away. (laughs) So you've been a member since January. Yep. Give yourself a little bit of coaching here. Have you learned anything since you've been a member that you've identified as maybe some of the things that you like some of the areas where you can improve? What, what have you learned since you've been a part of the program? I've learned a lot about mindset and I've probably identified some of my own hangups when it comes to recruiting and coaching. And I've been able, I think also through your leadership to be able to identify things in people, but I'm struggling with how to coach them because I do actually at this point have a team of a few people who are pretty engaged and pretty active. Like they're showing up, they're doing what they say, if not more, they seem to be doing the actions. But I mean, I just recruited them in February. So they're pretty new, but I feel like that kind of ticking time clock that they need to get some wins really quickly, or I'm going to lose them again. Like I keep losing, you know, everybody else. Um, And my daughter, actually, she's the one that I work closest with because, of course, I mean, she lives here. Well, part of the year. She just came home from university. But I'm pretty familiar with what she's doing. And I can see that she's doing all the right things in terms of tangible things. And I'm just not sure how to coach any of them in terms of like, I can coach them with regards to mindset. But at some point, they want to know, like, how am I going to get results? (laughs) Yeah, we will approach this two different ways. I'd like to start with the tactical side of things because, quite frankly, that's the lesser part of this discussion here in my mind. I think the bigger issue is mindset for you. I think what I find is it's really easy to give people advice, but sometimes it's hard for us to take it ourselves. It's hard for us to point out to other people where they're going wrong in their mindset, but kind of sometimes not be able to fully see the picture of our own mindset. And I can promise you that a big part of what's holding you back is, is your mindset. Because what I see some of the things that you're sharing, you're, you know, the language and the words that you're using is that to me reveals that there's some limiting beliefs about your ability to do this and what you have to offer as a leader. We'll dig into that. But the other thing that jumps out to me right away, when I see somebody tell me that they've recruited 33 people, but they have very little duplication, Are those like legitimately 33 people that signed up with at least some level of intention of building the business? Or how many of those do you sign up people that are really just kind of wholesale customers? Give me a feel out of those 33. How many of them had at least some level of desire to try to build a business? In all fairness, I would say most... Because the way that our company compensation plan is set up, it's really not attractive to join as a customer. But having said that, a few of them were really good customers who were referring other customers 
to me that I probably should have left as customer. Okay. So most of them had the intention of building business. So what have you learned so far? What could you identify as the cause? How recruiting 33 people, but seeing no duplication, diagnose yourself. What are you doing wrong? I know that one thing that I do is I recruit down. I think that's how I started um, in the beginning was I was recruiting people who I felt could benefit from the opportunity or needed the opportunity, not necessarily wanted it or had the desire to um, not skill set, but the, I guess the. What uh, Jocelyn's referring to is in this month's mission, I teach you a a system of categorizing your prospects, A, B, and C level contacts. And she's saying that maybe she's focused a little bit too much on C level contact. That's probably targeting is definitely part of the issue, but the bigger issue for you, and I'm just going to tell you what it is, and you can tell me if I'm on the mark, you talk too much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm working on that. (laughs) Right. It's fine. It's Look, it's great. But awareness is the first step. The only reason why, and guess what? You're not alone. Almost everybody talks too much. We make ourselves the expert. We don't use enough third-party tools. We don't have a clear system for prospecting. So when I say talk too much, another way for me to say that is you don't have a prospecting system. Your system is let me just go sell people. Let me explain. Let me answer questions. Let me do whatever I need to do. And maybe there's some awareness and intention of a process. But unless you're making that process tools-based and simple, meaning you're consciously trying to say less, what will happen is what you're experiencing, which is people will sign up. They will try to do what you've done to get them to sign up, but they may not be as good as you and they'll fail. So what that tells me is you're good. You're a good salesperson. You may not think of yourself that way, but you are. Your excitement and your enthusiasm and your belief has resulted in you recruiting 33 people. That's contagious. But where it's breaking down for you is them having to then go out and duplicate what you did. And most people don't have the same stuff that you have. They either try it and they're just not as effective and they struggle and they fail, or they don't try it at all because the entire idea of sharing the opportunity is so intimidating and overwhelming to them. So they just focus on getting customers and selling the products. That's true. (laughs) But I've been working really hard at that and actually... And because I learned from you to not talk as much and to use tools. So the last couple of, or that my, my recruiting system has changed based on learning from you. So I don't talk or I try really hard not to talk to them all anymore and use third party tools. It sounds like that's been producing some results for you. You've got some people that you've been bringing on board. It is. I've been really adamant about stepping back and doing that with the both sales and recruiting. So as I taught them, it actually worked really well because my first, my newer lady um, used the tools. We have an ATM, we call it ad tag message. We have groups that we use. So we used that system. Somehow I'm still missing something. I am a good seller. <laughs> 
And I use tools for sales because I'm a high producing seller. So I don't actually have time to talk the way I probably would if I was only selling to a small amount of people. I kind of fell into using the tools based on time constraints. Yeah. But yet, I think I'm pretty good at relationship building. So I've maybe established that first. Mm -hmm. So that when I teach new people to use the tools, they're still not getting the results that I'm getting. Right. So, but we're only talking about since the last couple of months. True. Here's what you have to understand about implementing new systems and ways of doing things. You can't have any expectation that it's going to produce results right away. It takes time. It, in my experience, it takes at least 60 to 90 days of you consistently applying the new system for you to have any measure of whether or not it's working or not. Because it's a function of a couple of things. Number one, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. So if you have people that have been doing something one way and then you tell them to do something different, it causes confusion and overwhelm and they'll probably do nothing. Second thing is this. It's a function of having the right people apply it. And the reality is you just might not have the right people on your team yet. So you got to have a little patience and know that it sounds to me like just the awareness that you need this is a huge breakthrough for you. So you're going to continue to implement this. You're going to learn it. You're going to master it. You're going to teach it. And just trust me when I tell you that's going to get you there. But that's not your problem. Nothing outside of you is your real issue. Now, that's not to downplay that there aren't some skills and some things that you need to change because we all have room for improvement there. But have you been through, have you been through the Formula for Transformation program? So what does that program teach us? What is always the source of our results? What is the thing that ultimately creates our results? Our thoughts. Right. Your thoughts and your beliefs. So it's your beliefs, which really are the filter through which your thoughts come. Now, what most people do, and it's a natural thing to do, is we look at our results. We say, well, we don't have the results that we want. So let's look at our actions. Let's just do different actions. Let's implement a new system. Let's use a new tool. Let's do the ATM method. Let's focus on a different person. It's all at the action level. And we wind up spending all this time and effort there and we wind up at best seeing incrementally better results. So you can implement a new system without addressing what's going on in your head and you could incrementally start to see better results, which you have and you will, but you'll never see the breakthrough that you want until you get to the root uh, cause of your results, which is your beliefs and your thoughts. Does that make sense? It does. I just can't figure out how to do that. Well, that's what even we're though I'm, 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 I've learned your, I get it, but you understand it at a logical level, but you don't get yeah. it yet because you're not you haven't applied it enough to your life. So, have you gone through the exercise of trying to work through some of your thoughts? Have you used some of the worksheets and stuff? Yes. What are some of the thoughts that have been coming up for you that you've identified as negative thoughts that might be holding you back? I listened to the first mission of, or sorry, the first part of the April mission about recruiting up and I wanted to barf. <laughs> Thinking about doing that 72-hour boot camp again where we had to identify people up. Why did that make you want to barf? Well, I recognize logically that this is an opportunity that is attractive to people 
above in corporate jobs and in professional jobs. But when I think about the people that I know in professional jobs who are successful, I just can't see them even taking a look at this. You're deciding for them. Yeah, probably because I... No, not probably. Yeah. (laughs) You are. I am. You're making up a story about why they wouldn't want to do it. Do you get how that is just a story you're making up? I think so. Like, so, so you know for a fact that these people would not want to do what you do? Like, Do you know with absolute certainty? Have you asked them and they've told you no, all these people you're thinking of? I did ask the ones that I could think of. It, it was really hard to think of 10. I think we had to think of 10 for the 72-hour boot camp because mm-hmm. that, that was in January. And it was really hard. And I did. I know I took that really seriously. And I did ask them. And a couple of conversations went really well. And I sent them the third party tool. And then I got a negative reaction, which was okay. I was fine with that. I just thought, well, it's just unfortunate that you think that way. I wonder if it's actually the relationship I have with those people, maybe that is what keeps me from asking them. I mean, one is my best friend's husband. That's, that one was really uncomfortable. I didn't really fully proceed with that one. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it could be a function of that. I think yeah. the question you have to ask yourself is how did you approach them? Is there a different or a better way you can approach them given what you're learning? That might be a possibility of it. But what I want you to examine is why do you think you struggle so much with rejection and somebody telling you no? Well, probably because I think they think they're better than me. (laughs) So you think when someone says no, that means they're saying they're better than you? I think that their lifestyle and their success makes them think they're better than, or I think that they're better than me. Is that true that they think that? Have you had somebody tell you that? No, probably not. Okay. You have or you haven't? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's focus there. Here's what we do. We accept these negative thoughts that we have as truth without ever questioning them. You've just given me a series of <laughs> negative thoughts that I have no doubt have been holding you back. What you've not done enough yet is you haven't engaged in the practice of thought management, which is what we're teaching you with the formula, to start to identify these things as thoughts and stories that you're making up that are not serving you in your life. Let's stick on this one that people think they're better than you. Can you recognize that if we shine a light on that for a second, that that's just a negative thought? Yeah. Maybe you've had somebody that said that to you Maybe you haven't, but even if you had one person that said that to you, which by the way, they probably did you a favor because you'd want to get that person out of your life as quick as you can anyway. Can we acknowledge that that's not true, that all these people are not, this is not the reality. This is just your perception based off of your negative thinking. Yeah. Because the first step here, Jocelyn, is you understanding the difference between your thoughts and what's actually real. You have no way of knowing that that's real or true but it's how you're choosing to interpret. So you see somebody that's more successful than you and you say, well, they, you know, they think they're better than me. I'm not as good as them, whatever. Those are just negative thoughts. Here's the problem. When you think that thought, how does it make you feel? Small. Right. And when you feel small, how will you show up in the world? 
small. Right. You either don't show up or you show up small. And this is what happens. I just taught this last week in the group. A lot of your problems are not, you know, people always say, Bob, I'm doing it, right? But the action isn't what's important. It's the thoughts and the feelings behind the action. And you might be going through the motions and doing everything, but I promise you, if you feel small and you're acting small, you're never going to create the results you want because it's not the actions. It's the thoughts and the beliefs and the feelings behind the actions. So the transformation for you, Jocelyn, will occur when you begin to start to become aware of these thoughts that you're having that are just not serving you in your life anymore. Can you possibly, if we sat here right now, could you think of one possible reason why you would want to continue to hold on to that thought? No. <laughs> we, can we all agree it's not serving you and creating a better future for yourself? Yeah. <gasps> so if it's not true and it's just your interpretation, now's when you have responsibility to choose a different thought. Because that's all thoughts are. They're just interpretations. You're creating red lights for yourself. Every negative thought is a red light. Stop. What you have to do is you have to become aware when you're doing that. So the next time you feel small, you got to catch yourself and say, okay, what's making me think this? What's causing this process to begin? But here's the trick. It's not that you're not going to have the negative thoughts because having negative thoughts just makes you a human being. So the challenge is allowing yourself to have a negative thought or a negative feeling, but not attaching yourself to it. You know, I feel small. That makes me small. No, that just means you're having a, a thought that's causing that. But you're not your thoughts. You can consciously choose a different thought. And the key is the more you apply this, you start becoming curious about your life. You're like, huh, isn't that interesting? I'm thinking right now, I'm feeling small. Why am I thinking this thought? But what you've done is you've separated yourself from your thoughts. And that takes practice. It's something that you've conditioned yourself the other way. So the next time you're in that situation, you've got to consciously say, what's the green light here? Because I've been creating the red lights through the negative thoughts. What's the green light here that I can create? What's a thought that I can think that will cause me to feel the way that I need to feel? Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's, let's take that specific instance for a second here. So the circumstance, the reality is you've got somebody that's more successful than you in terms of maybe their career or what they earn income-wise. That's fact. It is what it is. You want to reach out to them. Now, in the past, maybe you've slipped into that red light negative thought, which was, they think they're better than me. What we have to get clear on is this goes a level deeper because that the negative thought that they think they're better than me comes from somewhere comes from a belief. Because our beliefs, I use that analogy, beliefs are like the pair of glasses that we wear, the lenses. Our lenses are our beliefs. It's how we see the world. You have a pair of glasses with a set of lenses right now that's causing you to think that way. So there's a belief there. If, if the thought is that they're better than me, what does that mean about you? Like where's that thought coming from? Yeah, like if somebody was better than you, what would that also mean about you? That I'm not good enough? Possibly. I mean, that stems, it's an issue of your own worth. You're looking at somebody as better than you 
just because they've achieved a higher level of financial success than you. That's part of the story that you've created. I would argue somebody making more money than me has absolutely no bearing on them being better than me in any way, shape, or form. I know this logically. I know you do. (laughs) I, I do know this logically. I have four amazing children. I was a stay at home mom. I think there's some shame around that, which sounds ridiculous because I'm proud of them. But the fact that I never established myself in terms of a career, that aspect of my life makes me feel like I want success on that level now. Yes. But you feel as though that other people won't respect you as much in business because of that. Yeah. Can you recognize that as just a story as well? (laughs) Yeah. How has that story served you in your past? No, it hasn't. <laughs> when, you're, when you're living in that story, it's very clear to me the way you feel because I can see it on your face right now. <laughs> How do you feel when you're in that story? I feel ashamed. And when you feel ashamed, you certainly are not showing up the way you need to in your business. I feel like I'm beneath what my potential is. It's really hard. In other areas of my life, I'm able to achieve that success that... I feel like I can achieve and (laughs) network marketing really pushes you. It does, doesn't it? So you have an identity in your business that's not serving you right now. You've got an identity in these other areas of your life that you excel, right? Like you're an incredible mom, right? You raise these kids, being at home with them, which is arguably the hardest job in the world, right? I mean, I watch what my wife does. I'm two hours with the kids. I'm like ready to, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, You've done these incredible things, but for some reason, you're viewing that as being not enough. Like you need to be something more, something different. And and maybe part of your struggle is you feel as though you either don't have the ability to be that person or that maybe part of it is that you're not willing to be that person because of who you are. Either way, it's just a big story and it's not serving you in your business right now. What you have a responsibility to do is create a different story for you. Here's what we do. We hold on to this story, which I, by the way, I guarantee you, if you don't, if you're having these feelings in terms of prospecting, you're certainly having these feelings in terms of leadership. Yeah. Like your ability to lead people to success and, and, and what you've done. Listen, this is a natural thing to do. When we have these negative limiting beliefs, they become the filter from which we see our life and we only see the negative. So you've looked at all these people that you've recruited that haven't had success and that's just continued validation. I told you, I told you, I'm not good enough. I'm not a good leader. And you're just stuck in this negative cycle of your story and then looking for proof. Even though there's probably evidence in your business at some point Otherwise, right? Have you ever recruited anybody that's had any success? Yeah. So are you the reason why they're successful? Were you the only reason why? No. Right. But yet you are the reason why they fail. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. I mean, look, if you're going to choose one, at least choose the (laughs) one that's going to help you. Don't choose the one that's going to hurt you. But you don't focus on that. You don't focus on the fact that you've built a team that's doing almost $10,000 a month in volume. That's a great accomplishment. But you probably don't think it is, do you? No. You probably think I should be further ahead. Yeah, it's been... I've been in this business for two years, Bob. I should be further ahead than that. Do you ever think those thoughts? Every day. 
Okay. Do you recognize how that's not true? That I should be further ahead? Yeah. Is there anywhere in your company, have they published a guideline saying that if you've been in your business for two years, you should be at this much volume? Does that exist anywhere? No. So the fact is you've been in for two years and you do $10,000 in volume about a month. That's, those, that's the circumstance. Those are the facts. But mm-hmm. your interpretation of that is that that's not enough. I should be further ahead. That's a negative thought. Because if you're thinking that every day, I should be further ahead, how does that make you feel? Behind. Behind. Discouraged. <laughs> frustrated. Are these the emotions that you need to be bringing to your team to support them? You know, is this the energy that you, you want to be bringing into your business? No. Because you just create more of that. And this is the other mistake. And by the way, I'm not like picking on you here. This is, no. a, this is a really good discussion, by the way. And I'm excited for you because you're about to have a major breakthrough because the, all this stuff is all tied together. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking you down this path for a reason. So just bear with me here. <laughs> but what you're doing is what everybody does. You're focused on the past. You can't change the past. And every second you spend thinking about the past and what you could have done differently and should have done, you're robbing yourself of the present moment, which is the only place you will ever create a better future. But what do we do? We live in our past. And because we live in our past, we keep recreating a future that looks exactly the same. The present moment is the only place you will ever change your life. And that starts for you, Jocelyn, with changing your thoughts. Because remember what the formula teaches us, the evidence, the evidence of your future results lies in your thinking of today. And we got to get you to change these beliefs about yourself. And the way you change these beliefs is by consciously thinking different thoughts. Because the thought that we keep thinking over and over and over and over again becomes the belief that unconsciously creates our life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Let's take the whole two years which we've been interpreting in a negative way, which is a red light, how could we create a green light based off of that? How could we look at the circumstances of I've been in the business for two years, my team volume is what it is. What could be a positive thought that we could have about that? I've done some pretty great things since I've been with this company. I've hit the top, well, it was the top level of sales. I've been on a couple of achiever trips. How have you grown as a person? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I feel like I've gone to university and gotten a master's. (laughs) But are you a better person today? Yes. How much time do you spend focusing on that? On becoming a better person? No, on who you are today and showing gratitude and appreciation for the growth that you've gone through. Spend time consciously focused on that? Every single day. Okay, that's good. That's a great start. So maybe part of the story is this. You know, I've created what I've created in two years. And granted, it might not be where I would want it to be, but I've done some pretty incredible things and I've grown as a person. And here's the thing you have to understand, because this is what we do. We look at the trajectory that our business is on for the first couple of years, and we think that it'll continue that way, but it won't. You're exponentially better than you were two years ago. Yeah. So. The next two years of your business with the level of awareness that you now have about your thoughts and your beliefs and these new systems and skills, 
the results that you will create in the next two years will be exponentially better than what you did in the first two years. So your focus needs to be on that future that you're already creating today by what you're doing. Don't focus on the past. Don't look at your current results. Have the vision of where you want to go and start acting from that future every day and just focus on the actions that are going to get you there and mind that thinking because those thoughts and those beliefs just don't, they're not serving you anymore. And what I'd like to invite you to consider is if you can make, and what, what I'm really asking you to do, Jocelyn, another way to say this, you know, this whole principle that we teach of love, serve, grow, it really is, it really will change your life. I mean, it is what I have lived my life by and it's transformed every aspect of my life. The, the first step of love, serve, grow is showing love to the most important person in the world. And you know who I'm going to tell you that is, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> who is it? Myself. Right. Showing love to yourself and accepting yourself and letting go of your stories. I'm not this. I'm not that. Look, you are who you are. I could introduce you to thousands and thousands of stay-at-home mothers that have created extraordinary levels of success in this profession. No. <laughs> you know who they are. You see some, don't you? I see them all the time. Okay, so what would make you think you're any different? What's different between them and you? They probably have confidence and posture in themselves. You think they had confidence and posture when they started? Some of them. And you know this how? <laughs> I don't. So what is that? Oh, a thought and a belief. Positive or negative? Negative. <laughs> it's comparing myself. Right, which is just a negative thought. And you want to know why comparing yourself is never good? Because it's not even a fair comparison. Right. You compare all of your worst qualities to all their best qualities. You're comparing who you are today to who they are five years ahead of you. Yeah. I promise you this. When they started, they weren't who they were today. Part of your story, you know, your beliefs... This belief of, you know, I don't have, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't have what it takes. It's only causing you to see the negative in the world. When instead of focusing on, you want to know what? Yes, I could do this. Look at all these people that have done it. They had to start somewhere. They started just like me. And you want to know what? I might not be them yet, but I can become them, right? You are a human becoming. What are you becoming? You're either dying or you're growing. Grow every day. Get better every day. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Compare yourself to yourself. Are you better today than you were yesterday? Every day, that's, your, that's the race you run. And every day you get a little bit better. And the more you work on this mindset stuff and how you're going to work on it is you got to get those formula worksheets out and you got to start catching yourself. Okay, I'm feeling negative. What's the thought that I'm having? Is that real? No, it's not real. Okay, what's the green light? The practice of doing this will start to create separation. And that's the key to change. You got to separate yourself from your thoughts. You got to realize you're not your thoughts. You're the thinker of your thoughts. It's okay to have a negative thought. It doesn't make you a negative person. It just means that you're holding on to an interpretation that's not serving you any longer. And here's the most powerful part about this when you guys get this. The red light or the green light stories, thoughts, they're still just stories. 
neither of them are really true in that sense. But one serves you, one doesn't. So do you want to keep choosing the thought that's not serving you? Or do you want to start believing something that's actually going to make you feel the way you need to feel to go out and create the results you want? That's how you change your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. (laughs) So part of your homework here, Jocelyn, is I want you to write the story that will empower you. I want you to look at all the circumstances of your life and your past. Because here's the thing. Here's another layer of this to you. I would argue that the fact of having the background that you do have will make you even more relatable to people because you'll be more like them. A lot of the people that you probably prospect and work with, they have backgrounds somewhat similar to you anyway as well. Yeah. Helps you relate to them. But what you have to understand is no prospect, a good real prospect, is ever going to look at you and have you be the determining factor as to whether or not they see value or they want to do this. You want to know what they are going to look for though? They're going to look for confidence and belief. Yeah. And if you're lacking that, it's going to make it less attractive. But if you have it, you're going to be more attractive. And that's not something you're born with. Confidence and belief are just a story. Confidence comes from what's the story you're telling yourself. Is it a red light or a green light? If it's a red light, you're not going to have confidence. But if you have a belief that serves you, if you're telling yourself a green light story, you're going to feel more confident to take action because you're not going to be focused on yourself anymore. You're going to focus on someone else, make it about them. And that's when you start seeing the results that you want. So I want you to write that story. You, want, you know what I want you to do? I'm sorry. Tell me your daughter's name again. Renelle. I want you to, I want you to put yourself in this place. for This would be a powerful exercise for you. I want you to imagine that it was Renelle that was on this hot seat right now. And as her mother, I want you to imagine you're writing that story to her, selling herself on herself. Like how much would it break your heart to see her share the things that you just shared about yourself, this lack of belief, this story? Like, wouldn't you want to just grab her and hug her and kiss her and tell her how amazing she is? Yeah, I would yell at her. (laughs) Okay. Well, I want you to do that to yourself. Okay. (laughs) I want you to do that to yourself. And I want you to remind yourself every single day how amazing you are and the fact that you've created an amazing business. And yes, I get it. It's not really where you wish it would be, but you want to know what? It's where it is. And that's part of the plan. And it's part of your story. And those first two years, I promise you, when you get to that place where you're wanting to go, Jocelyn, you know what you're going to talk about the most? This period of time right now. This period of time right now is your greatest gift you'll be given as a leader because it will become how you will connect to people because you've been through all this. You've walked through the fire. You're in the middle of the fire right now. Don't stop. You'll get burnt. Keep going. But be focused on that future and understand that this is all a part of the process and this is all a part of the bigger plan. I love that. (laughs) Is that helpful for you? Yeah, that speaks really loudly to me. <laughs> okay, cool. So I want you to do that. I want you to, to, to write, sell yourself on yourself. Have that be the thing that you hold in your mind and really just continue to do that practice. Look, it's going to take you a little bit of time because it's a simple thing for, I mean, it's simple and easy for me to do sitting right here because I've done it so much and I can see thought, thought, but you haven't done it enough yet to really, to master it. But the more you do that, it's going to serve you in a way that you can't even imagine. And, it, and the last thing I'll share with you, and I have no doubt you have been, and you are an incredible mother, you're going to be even a better mother. 
You want to know one of the things, one of the things that I'm very conscious of for me, I think I heard, I heard this quote one time, one of the greatest gifts that we will ever give to our children is our capacity to have happiness, love, and joy in our lives. And when we have these self-imposed limitations, these limiting beliefs, we limit our capacity to have those things. Because if we have happiness, if we have joy and we have love, we struggle with these issues of, do I deserve that? We don't allow ourselves to enjoy it. And as you begin to do this work, you will increase your capacity to have these things in your life. And you will become the living example of what should be to your children. And that is going to be one of the greatest gifts that you ever get from a business like this. But you're an incredible person, Jocelyn. It's very clear for anybody, you know, the, the comments have been incredible. What you've accomplished, even given all these other challenges of not having the systems or the right training and having these things in your head, which by the way, we all have, I'm excited for you because I know six months from now, if you continue on this path, you, won't, you will not even recognize your business or your life. And I'm excited to see how that plays out for you. <laughs> Is that helpful? Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the hot seat and thanks for being a part of the community. We appreciate you thank being you. here. All right. So that was powerful, wasn't it? I think that session was so good. It's such a relatable coaching um, session because we all struggle with these issues of these stories and the, these beliefs that we create about ourselves in our past. And I think it's the first step in us beginning to create a different and a better future is becoming conscious to the fact that the evidence of our future lies in our thinking of today. We've got to start becoming responsible for our thoughts. So, so hey, look, if you got some value out of this uh, session and and you're starting to realize, look, I need more mindset coaching. Like I'm starting to get that this has been my issue. This is probably the number one thing we do for people in the Legacy Leadership Academy. So if you haven't already, go check that program out, LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com. You can join the wait list there if, if we're not during an open enrollment period. But I promise you, we will help you in that area if you know that that's a challenge for you. So anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. Love and appreciate you. Hope you got some value out of this episode. And I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care.